yeah, I think that's gonna do it for news though. News we, is a wrap. News is a wrap, son. You know, how about that? <laughs> oh god. Uh, <laughs> my girlfriend's obsessed with that. Uh, cash me outside. Cash me outside. How about that? You know what time it is We're back. it's about <laughs> it's about that time for new audio files podcast this is the audio files number 22 point 0.2 <laughs> <laughs> you know we're famous for our technical difficulties uh to this episode is no different than any of the other ones that we experienced them in no so dude. Dude, if, if there wasn't technical difficulties in an audio files podcast, I, I wouldn't feel right about it, honestly. Man, it's probably not going to be a good one if we <laughs> no. don't have to do it at least like two or three times. So <laughs> get ready for a good episode, you guys. Uh, my name is Rashad Peters here with my co-host, Dustin Brookshire. You could find us online at the audio files podcast on Instagram, Facebook and SoundCloud. At T A F P O double D, that's Taft Pod for all of you that can't spell on Twitter. <laughs> um, yeah, please follow us, like, comment, post, share your music with us. We like all that shit. So, yep. um, before our recording stops and our previous attempt, <laughs> we were talking about the NPC, uh, the NPC announcements. I guess you could say. Um, and how there's been a lot more hands-on videos of them and we have kind of more of a, a better understanding of what both of those machines will offer. Um, and we also, I think we made like some price predictions on our last podcast about them, uh, which I'm pretty sure Dustin nailed. He nailed it with the price point, uh, 1200 for the live and it was like 22 for, 2200 for the mpc x yeah uh which is kind of steep if you ask me but you know you made a good point uh you said you just gotta gotta think about it as getting a mpc and uh <laughs> <laughs> and an ipad yeah <laughs> that makes sense it's essentially what it is man like that that 10 inch display on there is huge like i mean that's that's an ipad pro at this point because i think the smaller ipad pros are like a 9.7 inch screen so yeah i mean you're getting a 10 inch display on that thing um yeah i it's definitely dope um it's definitely uh a, a, not a travel rig though like mm-hmm. i i wouldn't be lugging that around i i mentioned it in our first attempt but i'm gonna it's worth mentioning again i think at this point that like oh yeah you don't want to you don't want to lug that around like it it breaking that display would be horrible i think um cuz who oh. know who knows what they're going to charge for oh like my. a replacement like they got to have something in place i would think they probably akai's probably got something on the back burner somebody counting cash in a back room somewhere that's th- <laughs> thinking about all the money he's going to get for broken displays i couldn't even imagine the horror that you would feel if you saw a crack in your screen, Ugh. like the the five thousand displays were fucking a pain in the ass to replace. Yeah, and they were super expensive, and they would break all the time. I couldn't even imagine what the fuck you'd have to do <laughs> to replace the screen. No. Oh my god. Hopefully it's really easy though. I mean, like, what what is encouraging about the whole NPC X thing is its form factor for as powerful as it is is pretty slim. Yeah. Like it doesn't look like it it's super beefy like any of the traditional standalone NPCs. No. Which, you know, that's that's promising in the sense that you probably don't have to do much to replace most of the parts. Like it's probably going to be pretty simple at least um with as as screens go. They, right. it, I probably I probably wouldn't expect there to be like a lot of connections or you'd have to dig deep into the casing in order to replace it. It's probably just like a pop-on, pop-off sort of thing, hopefully. Yeah, I I imagine there's some type of internal connection. I imagine it's not as easy as just, like, popping it off and popping a new one on there. But, yeah, I imagine it's not that difficult because, yeah, like, I mean, it looks like an iPad sitting on top of an NPC. And honestly, like, uh, I mean, if I had 2200 bucks sitting around right now, shit, as soon as they released it, I'd probably grab one of these. And I'm not a huge NPC guy, but, like, it looks dope. Like, being able to do shit directly from the NPC and having a touch display, like, this is honestly kind of, like, a, a dream come true for me. Like, as long as I've had my iPad, 
Um, I've been dreaming about like legitimately being able to make music right on my iPad um, or, you know, sitting on my couch or whatever without having to have a laptop sitting there and, man like this is no this chords you don't yeah. need a power cord or anything like that man no yeah they were talking about i caught a video the other day talking about the uh the live they said the battery life on it's gonna akai came out and said i think via sweetwater on youtube that the battery life on the uh the live would be about five hours which that's pretty phenomenal honestly that's plenty of time Oh yeah, you can make a bunch of beats in five hours. You know, you know it takes a, it takes five uh, hours to fly from Atlanta to Sacramento. So I mean, that's that's if it's enough to cover my flight from the East Coast to the West Coast, like I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, man. I guess I, I guess I'm a, you know, I I I, I definitely want to get my hands on the NPC Live. I think that's kind of like out of the two releases, that's probably going to be the most bang for your buck since it is running the 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 same software um i didn't really get too deep into like the hardware specs but uh it seems as if it's pretty comparable to the mpcx so you know like if i were to buy one i would definitely get the mpc live just because of its portability um, and you know and it's and it's pretty much the same thing the only gripe that i would have about it is the i guess you could say the form factor of the buttons the buttons seem to be a little lacking like i have the npc studio right now and everything's kind of laid out button wise for me yeah on the right or the right third of the panel uh, of the the face of the whole drum machine the whole right third is dedicated to just all the different modes and banks that you could switch between i feel like the live kind of since it did kind of you know make it sort of more portable it, it lost on some of that real estate to have all of those buttons and full transport sort of deal so um you know at the end of the day though like i'm not i don't care that much <laughs> like, i would love to have a live right now <laughs> yeah i mean because it's it's a standalone like that that alone yeah. i think is enough to to kind of make up for any potential shortcomings you may think but yeah like i definitely agree with as far as the buttons like it seems like, I mean, you have the transport, you have, you know, most of the standard necessary buttons, but they definitely, I don't want to say they cut corners in it, but, you know, when you compare it to the studio, yeah, I mean, it's, you're like, uh, there's a few things missing here. That studio, that studio is jam-packed with buttons on that, on, well, on the black one, it's all on the right side, it looks like, I I think on the other one. Did they reverse it between the black one and the, uh, the original one? That's a good question. I didn't. I didn't check that out. Yeah, I just pulled up a picture of the black one, and uh, it's it's all on the the right hand side. Um, either way, like I maybe like maybe it's because you're looking at it like facing it. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. E- either way, <laughs> yeah. either either way, I do like the look of the black the NPC studio and as well because like I, I'm still rock. I've been I've been actually pondering this lately because I'm still rocking the the M- the machine MK one like the the OG right black and white an orange um you know original machine and i'm like i dig it you know but um, i'm looking for something else at this point i think and um yeah you know just kind of that npc train dog uh, man i'm thinking i'm thinking you know Get on it I, it's it's a game changer it, see my my thing like with it is like the the note repeat can you use the note repeat actually like right in your daw like in your logic um or you won't you, you won't even have to Really, I never, I never even worry about fucking note repeat in Logic at all ever. I don't worry about drums. Like, okay, it took it took away all my drum worries because what you what you can do in the software, like you can actually use the note repeat in the software, and it works exactly as if an uh, NPC, uh, like it acts just like the NPC standalones did. Okay, and then you can drag, you could drag and drop that audio file into logic okay so you don't even have to like i would never do it in logic yeah see and you can kind of do the same shit with machine but like yeah i'm definitely looking to change i think some of my hardware like the machine software to me is uh it's clunky at times that's that's Mm. the best that's the best example i can come up with it right now is clunky that's the best description i can come up with it but um yeah, like I mean, I I like what Akai is doing, and being just being in a Sam Ash and a Guitar Center earlier today, like I love the feel of Akai pads versus mm. these machine pads. Like, there's just, really, yeah, the machine pads to me are harder, 
but not definitely definitely not as as responsive you know when you hit those machine or the uh the akai pads there's like a i don't know there's there's a firmness to them but they also have like a little bit of give so it's i don't know it's a little bit more tactile when you hit those buttons on the on the akai to me that's i think that's the best way i can come up with to describe it right now that really makes that makes a lot of sense yeah um yeah it feels bouncier on the the npc pads oh, for sure yeah um so stay stay tuned for dustin's adventures and potential new hardware <laughs> yeah definitely um yeah but speaking of uh new shit new mm-hmm. stuff um we do have some news today we yeah. actually have a lot of news today it's kind of like a news heavy day yeah uh, with nam just kind of ending there's been a lot of stuff in the news um on software on the software and hardware side yeah uh but we kind of just picked our favorites and uh i guess we'll start with the, some software news this is from music radar um this is a uh, loop cloud i think that did you show me this i think so yeah i think i'm I pretty sent sure, you, I, I'm I pretty sure I, yeah i think i sent it to you the other day yeah loop cloud loop cloud looks really interesting yeah so it's it's basically a piece of software that comes in form of a plugin if i'm not mistaken correct yeah um yeah so it's like a plugin that you would use to get sounds and loops and you know all sorts of sounds from the cloud yep that you can just drag and drop into your daw through the plugin yeah basically anything that you buy through loop master is what i've read on it so anything that you've bought through and i don't know if it's going to be like retroactively that'll be interesting to find out so like Mm. if you've bought stuff from loop master in the past um, is there going to be some sort of record of that, you know, to to get that information into this Loop Cloud plugin so that your past purchases show up? But, um, you know, anything going forward that you purchase from Loop Master, you'll have the ability to have it right there in a plugin that you can drag and drop audio right from the plugin right into into your project that you're working on. Um, kind of a kind of a dope idea. Um the details, I don't know, on this one have been a, like a little scarce, so it'll be yeah. interesting to see because uh, we have another one as far as the noise plugin. Um, that's yeah. I, this is affiliated kind of with Sample Phonics. Um, I don't, I don't know. Sample Phonics is basically the main creator for them right now. Um, they did bring on. I saw the other day they did bring on ten other creators into their library as well. Hmm. Um. And the thing that I, I noticed different between the loop cloud and noise, which is N-O-I-I-Z, uh, noise for anyone interested in that, um, was the thing with the noise plugin, you can change pitch and tempo right within the plugin and then drag and drop right into your project. Mm, that's See, and that's where I was kind of having my, I was like, why would the, why, what's the advantage? Right. You know, like I'm trying to figure out like with the loop clouds sort of thing, mm-hmm. if if it's going to be loops and sounds that I've already purchased, why the fuck would I need a plugin to import them into my DAW? I could just go like with Logic Pro X, you could just go into the browser, right. you know, find the folder in which it's in and then just drag them into your project yep. that way. Yep. Like, why would I want a plugin to do that for me? Unless like if you when you buy loop cloud, you get access to like tons and tons of loops and sounds and and one shots like that would make sense right but if you if it's just like i'm buying your plugin to use your specific branded loops to import into the specific plugin that doesn't make much sense at all to me yeah now the noise that that would be a game-changing sort of thing to be able to adjust pitch and and you know tempo through the plugin that would make sense right but you know i'm just kind of having having a little like why would i need this sort right. of thing you know yeah the information on the loop cloud is a little vague right now um the noise plugin has actually it been released the other day um mm-hmm. and if you sign up for it before the end of january so before january 31st um it's 89.99 for the whole year um and it's 89.99 for life i guess after january 31st the price jumps to 199 on it Oh um, shit. Yeah, so and that's for the whole year. Um and then also if you sign up before January 31st, I think they have there's like 8,000 samples they said that are included um as like a bonus for signing on. Um 
I don't know where that con. I don't know if that's Sample Phonics content. I mean, it, I don't know if you've ever messed with Sample Phonics. Sample Phonics has some Not pretty. Really. They have some pretty nice shit though. Do they? Um, yeah, and a lot of their stuff in their libraries that they they sell um, actually come in like contact format and everything. So stuff's mm. already like pretty pre organized for you. So. Um. Yeah, they're a little pricey though. Like, uh, from what I remember, some of their sample packs were like forty five, fifty bucks. Um, for how many sounds? Though that's the thing, right? Yeah. Like, I, usually I think I, I'm not even gonna guess on the size of it because I'm sure it varies. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, it, I always looked at the price on it, and, and that was always the point that was like, yeah, no, I don't think I'm gonna spend. I don't think I'm gonna binge on that sample pack right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's interesting, you yeah. know, like the price point of sample packs are kind of in in a weird spot right now based on, you know, like everybody can make a fucking sample pack at this point, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't have to you don't have to have any funding to do that. It's no. it's pretty much, you know, you could just open your DAW and start cherry picking samples that you might have already have, which yeah, exactly. some people do, which you should never do, by the way, if you're thinking of making a sample pack. Don't steal. Please don't steal. Yeah, and, I saw and it. It's just, go ahead. I was going to say, I saw I saw Ilmine post something on Twitter the other day talking about that. Like, if you're going to curate your own, or if you're going to, air quote, curate your own pack, make sure that it's your own. Like, don't right. don't be jacking sounds from other places to sell sample right. packs because that shit will just come back to bite you in the ass eventually. Even though <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say that a lot of sample packs contain drum breaks, which aren't theirs. Mm-hmm. Like you, mm-hmm. they'll just take take them straight from a record, yep. and then sell them to you. Which I understand they had to like go and dig for the record, and then take it off the vinyl and put it into their computer. I get that, but yeah. it's kind of the same idea with this day and age. You know, like we're not digging through crates mm-hmm. to find our samples anymore. We're digging on search engines and shit like that. Yep. Um. But like like we've said before, or like I just said don't you know put some effort into it like if i were to ever make a sample pack i definitely would like hire a drummer oh yeah and then you know like or i would get on a hardware synth and start creating right you know kicks or whatever the fuck i'm gonna make i I I would find hardware gear as well to record through and to to tweak it and treat the audio as well um yeah definitely um something interesting also on like the noise plugin that i'm seeing as well and i think this is available on the loop cloud as too and i'm kind of lumping these two stories together just because they're two very similar similar plugins but it looks like both of them are going to also carry preset plugins uh or preset um, sections as well um, huh. and something interesting I noticed on the noise one was uh, a projects tab which is if you click on it in their their little beta information website it says mm-hmm. coming soon so um, mm. it looks like the noise one is kind of looking to build a community kind of like splice um, so it'll be interesting to see how that develops in in the future in the in the months and weeks and months to come yeah, there's a lot of drag and drop uh, sort of like sound services now that I see popping up everywhere. Uh, yeah. I was looking on MJ Nichols' uh, YouTube page, yeah. and he is like endorsing Noise Crater, which I didn't really look too much into. I just kind of, you know, at a glance looked at it, mm-hmm. but it looks a lot like uh, like uh, Loop Loopmaster's uh, Loop Cloud. Mm. Uh, in the sense that it's like a drag and drop service straight into your DAW sort of deal. But it looks like a a la carte, which is what I thought Loopmasters was until I kind of started looking in closer to how they're wording what you actually get. And it's just the packs that you bought, you're able to do is what it seems like right now. You know, who knows what it's actually be, what it'll actually be. But um, this noise crater is, is like a a la carte sort of, you can pick a sound if you like it you could drag and drop it in and then you know they have like a cloud of sounds that you can access yeah um so you know it's going to be interesting to see like how that really affects the the whole sample game the whole like you know people selling kits game yeah um because that kind of seems like like the route to go i uh, the cloud-based stuff is becoming more and more feasible because more people are having access to broadband you know broadband internet well and we touched on we touched on it before too like when you buy sample packs like you know on a rough percentage you know you may only use 
you know, probably on a good day, like 30 to 40% of that sample pack. There's, there's going to mm-hmm. be a, at least in my case, and you know, and maybe I'm speaking out of my ass on this, but like from personal, you know, history. You that, definitely have your go-tos. Yeah. You know? Well, and you have the stuff in there too. That's you're like, oh yeah, I'm never going to use this. I'm never going to use this, but like you've bought that pack. So that's kind of what you get. So like I dig the a la carte function. I like I've been on splice. I've talked about it before on here. I, I like splice. Um, I wish their content was a little bit more broad ranging. It seems to be really, really tailored to like hip hop and EDM specifically. Yeah. Yeah. And like what I've noticed in the past couple of months with splice is that the new releases are all kind of just blending the line. Like there's not, everything's starting to sound the same. And I don't know if that's just something speaking specifically towards the music industry or towards their service. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes forward. Um, something funny I want to just mention on this loop cloud website, like for strictly from like an aesthetic purposes is is like their website looks so corny. Like it looks like straight C (laughs) plus plus data information. Like somebody did not, if you go look at the noise website, like it's a really nice, you know, you can tell like a, a web designer spent some time trying to make it so that people would, you know, it would have a visual appeal to, to try to hook people in. Like this, yeah, it's th- definitely like Internet 3.0 yeah. sort of deal. <laughs> this, this, loop, is... this loop cloud looks like something from like 1998. Like dial it's up. It's the font. It is. Yeah, the font <laughs> is not good. That's too bad. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. It's I, just I'm funny. Just, I'm, uh... <laughs> no, yeah, it definitely is funny. You should definitely check it out. The font is is very. Uh, is very like sterile i guess you could say <laughs> it doesn't look and then it has like it doesn't help by having like the the sort of command line like it almost looks like code yeah sort of screenshot right next to the font that's very cody yep like you know like it just mm, kind of turns me off Loopmaster, time to look for a new web designer something something you might want to redo that one yep. um Moving right along, though, I think we we beat the shit out of those two we stories. We got it. Yeah. Um, we have some hardware news. Like we mentioned previous, NAM was this uh, was this month, so there's a bunch of hardware news. Like I was looking at Music Radar and uh, all the sites that I checked, and it was just nothing but fucking NAM, 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 NAM. Yep. Um, the two that really caught my eye uh, is, even though I'm not like a huge fan of their plugins soft tube is redoing their console one mm-hmm. um if you don't know what the console one is it's uh basically a piece of hardware that kind of looks like um it kind of looks like a small mixing board um with no faders it all it's all like just knobs yeah um and it controls uh it controls specific software that you buy from soft tube yeah. uh, at least traditionally uh to like move you could use the knobs to control like the cue and the frequency that you would want to adjust in an eq for example or the parameters of a compressor yeah what caught my eye is that soft tube is now partnered with uad to be able to use the console one with UAD plugins, select UAD plugins. Select, yeah, yeah, yeah that let's, is. Let's that be specific is. in that because <laughs> it's not yeah. it's not all of them. And like the only thing I'm gonna say about this is I I saw the console one probably a couple of years ago when yeah, when they year. released it, and I was like, oh, okay, that that looks dope. Like it it seems limited, which at the time it kind of was. You know, basically you were just messing with the soft tube um, it, plugins. plugins. Yeah. Um, and the only thing I want to say about this at this point is, come on, Softube, it's 2017. Ugh. Get get your shit together. Write some codes so the shit works with waves. Um, you that know, would be nice. You know, waves. Um, what else? Fab filter. Um, like, I mean, if you're gonna pick and choose certain software companies, like you are really gonna make this so that only certain people will buy buy this console and it's it's fascinating to me that with this release that they're also dropping the price on it from 849 down to 499 um um that was something that caught my eye as well yeah so i mean it it definitely makes it a, a good jump off and like i could see people jumping into this but 
the lack of compatibility is a big like kind of red X for me. Like uh, I'm not I'm not chomping at the bit to get my hands on this hardware. To be fair, yeah. I've never used a console one. Right. So, like, I don't know, really understand what the advantage would be uh, to having something that is such a, like, proprietary piece of hardware right. that, you know, that you can use with the UAD plugins. Um, I do see here that they they have listed um, some of the plugins that are at least some of the companies of the plugins that you'll be able to use that uh, previously weren't available um Chandler Limited, Fairchild Teletronics. You can you can look at the uh the story on Music Radar. Uh, I'm sure if you just search Soft Tube Console One it'll pop right up. Uh however, I am I, I'm really uh I'm really encouraged by this whole story, by this whole happening. Yeah. Just because I feel like that part of the market, like the the I guess you can say um um plug in controller it's not it's not the plug plugin controller market isn't like very robust right now right like there's not there's nothing that i can really buy that i would be able to just plug and play and control my plugins right you know like i'd have to map it like yeah. i have a controller that you could you can obviously like map some of the controls to you know whatever parameter you're adjusting but it's not, it's sort of a pain in the ass to like map every single control and then save the template Definitely. and then do all that shit. I would like something like the console one to be, like you said, to be readily available with my latest plugins and stuff like that. And it kind of seems like that's the direction in which they're moving in yeah. and they drop the price. Yep. So, you know, keep an eye on that. Oh yeah, you, definitely. You know, definitely. If you're, if you're one of those cats that like to turn knobs, which I'm sure we all are. Oh yeah. Um, you, you definitely would want to want to check that out. So, um, yeah, moving right along. Uh, this is also UAD related. Um, I put this on here just because it's like I haven't seen them really do much with this piece of hardware, which is the uh, the Apollo Twin. Yeah. Um, it's become it's like way popular now. Like everybody has an Apollo Twin. The secret is out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, UAD was sort of like was sort of like the the highest end of the hobbyist fucking sound cards that you could have yeah but now it, it seems like it's pretty popular everybody pretty much knows that um uad is a shit so they released the mark ii um version of the apollo twin um it's offered in quad now which is nice mm -hmm. duo and solo core processing um and the thing that kind of made me most excited about this is that uh the the preamp system in the previous UAD Apollo Twins were just kind of relegated to like the 610 UAD. They were pretty much just UAD modeled preamps, which is fine. They right. sound great. But now it seems as if they've kind of extended the plug, the, uh, the preamp functionality into like the Neves and APIs of the world, which I feel like is, you know, like that, that's definitely worth at least looking at into you know like that's that will probably give you a, a much i don't want i don't want to say it's going to give you a better sound but it probably will honestly yeah. it'll probably give you a better sound than the 610 did and and whatever other plug-in that they were trying to or preamp they were trying to model definitely you know? definitely yeah you know it's it's interesting what people are kind of doing with preamps and then the the software that they use to match it like um you know slate digital came out with their new system, um, their new mic system, which is the basically the eight channel mic system. And, it, you know, if you've looked into the what is it, their VMS, the virtual mic system that they have put out, like mm -hmm. the preamp that they have for the microphone is just a super flat, super, you know, clean recording. And then everything's modeled through the software. So um, it sounds like possibly they're trying to do a little bit of that with with the UAD as well. Um, mm -hmm. to match up with some of the plugins that go with that particular piece of hardware. Yeah, and the and the nice thing about the UAD plugins, if you are excuse me, the the Apollo Twins, if you don't know, is that it's a dedicated DSP card as well. Yeah. So you get to ch you get to kind of take some of that stress off of your system. Yep. Um, you know, and their their modeling is just the best, man. Like I'm I haven't heard better plugins. Like if you pull up a Neve, 
you know you pull up a neve uh uh like any any neve product that they offer mm-hmm. it's gonna sound super warm just like not just like but very super close to a uh, a piece of hardware yeah you know any piece of hardware that you would have if you played it if you a beat it um you would probably find that the apollo sounds just as good you know if maybe a little bit less than but it's it's the it's the dsp that allows you to be able to push your your system through the software most uh, the way that you can so you know like i if you don't have one already i don't have one Um, i've recorded on i've recorded on an apollo twin through the the neve 1073 preamp yeah and um I mean, it it sounds amazing. Um, I I don't. I've never actually had the fortunate ability to record on an actual Neve 1073 console, but right. like as far as software goes, it was one of the cleanest recordings on vocals I had heard in in a long time. Right. Yeah. The advantage is that you don't have to like process too much after the fact. Yeah. Right. Like that's that's yes. why every that if you don't know, like that's why everybody goes ape shit for hardware and like lunch boxes and yeah. you know, hardware recording son- consoles because the the amount of headroom and just the clean signal that you'll get out of a, a solid piece of hardware will uh, you won't have to do much to it afterwards, you know, it'll allow you to do other things. Yeah. Like all the fun shit like reverb and delay and all that stuff. So definitely um yeah man i just i definitely wanted to touch on that uh yeah i think that's gonna do it for news though news we, is a wrap news is a wrap son <laughs> you know how about that oh god um, <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend's obsessed with that uh, cash me outside uh, cash me outside how about that god just running around the house saying it all the time it's hilarious um <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, so our topic today, um, kind of piggyback piggybacking on what we had just talked about in the software section of the news. Yeah, our favorite places to get kits and music supplies. Yeah, um, this is a good one, man. I don't know if we've ever really talked about this on the show too much. Uh, maybe we did. I but think I think maybe in one of the lost episodes we touched on it. Yeah, and yeah. For, for those who don't know, there's there's a few lost episodes of the audio files out there, and. Uh, <laughs> May, they may never hear the light of day, so like we I just have no idea where those episodes <laughs> are. <laughs> they really, literally, are lost. Yeah. You might really never hear them. Yeah, um, they may never. They won't even make the director's cut of of, no. the, of the movie. <laughs> Makes me sad. Yeah. Um, yeah. So our favorite places to get kits and music supplies. Um, I, I mean, like, there's just so many places. There's so many places where I get my get my kits, but I'd I'd been thinking about it. Um. And I'd have to say that uh, hip hop drum samples for me, yeah, that that kind of like started it. That started my kit search yep. like obsession. Yep. Um. So I'd have to put that pretty high up there. They do have a lot of great kits from like boom bap producers. Yeah. I mean, like really, just like great producers, not even just boom bap, but yeah, like Ill Mind, all the Black Kids started yeah, there. Marco like, Polo, you know. Beat Butcher, all of those. Uh, Jake right. One, like all of those. Like anybody who's been kind of a staple in the hip hop producer community, you can you can get through that site. And uh, yeah, quality material for sure. Like I I, w- I would have to agree with you on that one. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's definitely somewhere that I I always like kind of check and whatnot. Um. And the prices are pretty affordable on there, too. Like, I mean, if you're looking for a good quality kit, I mean, you're not going to get, like, some of these. You know, I, I see sample libraries out there sometimes where it's like, you're going to get 4,200 snares and 6,200 kits and fucking 7,200 hi-hats and, like, like 10%, on, 10% of them are worth <laughs> a shit. Like, you know, you're going to get, like, yeah. you know, maybe 50, 60 sounds out of a kit for, you know, 20, 25 bucks. But, like, they're all going to be usable, and that's, like, where where the value for your money really comes into play. Yeah. And when we say kits, we're talking about drum kits. Just yeah. just to clarify that. Uh but there are other places too that I shop. Um recently I've been looking a lot at Drum Select. Yep. I've only bought one kit from there. Uh it was the Internet Money Kit. Uh that they they're ob- drum select. if you don't know what Drum Select is, it's a uh, it's a a website where a lot of internet producers sell their MIDI kits and like 
and um and their drum kits and they're kind of going through some shit right now a lot of their kits are not on there because there's some sort of weird beef i think we've touched on it on the show before but i get i i got the internet money kit from there and i gotta say it was okay okay i've heard i've heard sounds from other kits and that I've been sold on drum select once upon a time. And though some of those sounds are legit. Like mm-hmm. it seems like, you know, there was some real care put into the, the actual processing of the, of the one shots. But I gotta say, I, it left me wanting more. It was only $15. I decided to like, kind of like get one of the bottom ones just right. to see a test, know, a tester. A te- yeah, exactly. But like overall, like I, I made, I, you know, I've made a couple beats with the kit. Uh, it has some good kicks in there for sure. Um, it has some good like uh, perk sounds. I haven't been through the MIDI files too much, mm-hmm. but it does come with a a ton of MIDI files, which is nice. Yeah. Um, but as as far as like uh, as far as you know, all the other sort of like percussion sounds. Yeah, I think that's gonna do it for news though. News we, is a wrap. News is a rap, son. You know, how about that? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> my girlfriend's obsessed with that. Uh, cash me outside. Uh, cash me outside. How about that? God. Just running around the house saying it all the time. It's hilarious. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so our topic today, um, kind of piggyback- piggybacking on what we had just talked about in the software section of the news. Yeah. Our favorite places to get kits and music supplies. Yeah. Um, this is a good one, man. I don't know if we've ever really talked about this on the show too much. Uh, maybe we did. I, but think, I think maybe in one of the Lost episodes we touched on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For, for those who don't know, there's there's a few Lost episodes of the audio files out there. and uh, <laughs> may, They may never hear the light of day. So like I we just, have no idea where those episodes <laughs> are. <laughs> They really, literally, are lost. Yeah. You might really never hear them. Yeah, um, they may never. They won't even make the director's cut of of, no. the, of the movie. <laughs> Makes me sad. Yeah. Um, yeah. So our favorite places to get kits and music supplies. Um, I, I mean, like, there's just so many places. There's so many places where I get my get my kits, but I'd I'd been thinking about it, um, and I'd have to say that uh, hip hop drum samples for me. Yeah that that kind of like started it that started my kit search yep. like obsession yep um so i'd have to put that pretty high up there they do have a lot of great kits from like boom bat producers yeah i mean like really just like great producers not even just boom bat but yeah like ill mind all the black kids started yeah, there marco like, polo you know. beat butcher all of those uh jake right. one like all of those like anybody who's been kind of a staple in the hip-hop producer community you can you can get through that site and uh yeah quality material for sure like i i, w- I would have to agree with you on that one. Oh, 100 percent. yeah yeah it's um it's definitely somewhere that i i always like kind of check and whatnot um and the prices are pretty affordable in there too. Like, I mean, if you're looking for a good quality kit, I mean, you're not going to get like some of these, you know, I, I see sample libraries out there sometimes where it's like, you're going to get 4,200 snares and 6,200 kits and fucking 7,200 hi-hats and like oh, 10%, 10% of them are worth <laughs> a shit. Like, you know, you're going to get like, yeah. you know, maybe 50, 60 sounds out of a kit for, you know, 20, 25 bucks, but like they're all going to be usable. And that's like where, where the value for your money really comes into play. Yeah. And when we say kits, we're talking about drum kits. Just yeah. just to clarify that. Uh but there are other places too that I shop. Um recently I've been looking a lot at Drum Select. Yep. I've only bought one kit from there. Uh it was the Internet Money Kit. Uh that they they're ob- drum select. if you don't know what Drum Select is, it's a uh, it's a a website where a lot of internet producers sell their MIDI kits and like and um and their drum kits and they're kind of going through some shit right now. A lot of their kits are not on there because there's some sort of weird beef. I think we've touched on it on the show before, but I get I I got the internet money kit from there and I gotta say it was okay. Okay, I've heard I've heard sounds from other kits. And that I've been sold on drum select once upon a time. And some of those sounds are legit. Like, Mm -hmm. it seems like, 
you know there was some real care put into the the actual processing of the of the one shots but i gotta say it left me wanting more it was only 15 dollars. i decided to like kind of like get one of the bottom ones just to see a test a tester yeah exactly but like overall like i i made i you know i've made a couple beats with the kit uh it has some good kicks in there for sure um it has some good like uh perk sounds i haven't been through the midi files too much mm-hmm. but it does come with a, a ton of midi files which is nice yeah um but as as far as like uh as far as you know all the other sort of like percussion sounds the snares were kind of lacking there were there's only like two claps in the whole thing i was Ooh. like okay Ooh, that's yeah really tough. that's tough yeah yeah but uh i know for sure the sunny digital kit that kit is fire. Mm. That's that's a super super dope kit. Um, I didn't I didn't buy it, but I did. I've watched a preview on it. Um, and I know cats that have the kit. It's there's some really legit like claps and kicks and like the shit that you hear on the radio, sort of you know sort of sounds in there. So yeah, um, definitely check out Drum Select. Uh, how about you, man? I, I want to know where you're getting your kits from. Man, um, I think the last, one of the last kits I bought was probably off of Machine Masters, um, the the Ratchet Gods Volume 1 and Volume 2. Um, those were, were loot packs as well as drum packs, um, and they were fire. Like, there's just, there was a lot of dope fucking loops in there. Machine Masters has a lot of... Um, good packs on there like a lot of different producers um you get a, a pretty good variety it's not just all boom bap there's a lot of different stuff in there there's the ghetto gospel kits on there mm. and um a lot of other kits that's definitely one of my my go-tos um when i get kits um I, i'm definitely I, I don't think i've ever gone through drum broker the hip-hop drum samples but i have gone through blap kits before Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Illmind's Illmind's page and gone through there and gotten kits and I have the the Illmind Platinum bundle. Um and up until I'm trying to think I think what was it? The the what was the red something or other volume two? Oh, um, red crayon. Yeah, red, red crayon. crayon. So yeah. Up up to probably like black kit number seven. Um that the those yeah, I mean, Omine drums knock, and his samples are 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 great as well, because um, he uses legit hardware for it. So um, really, yeah, I mean, if if you've ever watched him on YouTube, you see that he's using hardware to make a lot of the sounds, and there's he's using actual gear to make a lot of the samples that are in the kits. Um, yeah. Outside of that, man. Um, who else have I messed with? Uh, Prime Loops is another one that I've I've got. I was got. gonna say Prime Loops. Yep, Prime Loops is definitely um, Prime Loops is has branched out too because I remember I remember messing with Prime Loops a couple years back when it was just uh, their label that they were selling sample packs for. Um, mm-hmm. Now there's a ton of other labels on there. Um, XXL Audio. Um, who else is on there? Um, Origin Sounds. Um, like, I mean, there's there's tons of different uh, labels, and you kind of get a wide range from Prime Loose as well. I mean, you can get EDM sounds, you can get house sounds, you can get tech sounds, you can get hip-hop sounds, um, lots of stuff on there. And they run some pretty cool sales, too, because um, I'm definitely a bargain shopper when it comes to buying kits. I always... I always wait till it's like, oh, we got a 40% off this weekend or a 50% off this weekend, because that'll make that's a good point you know that's buying a kit for 15 bucks is definitely more viable to me because i'll touch on it again like when you're buying when you're buying pre pre done up packs you're kind of shooting the dice on it as far as what you're going to use out of that you may use all of it you may buy a pack and not use but 10 percent of it so yeah yeah that's a great point like a lot of these kits or excuse me a lot of these sites that sell kits they do run a lot of sales, so yep. I would definitely, you know, just kind of wait. If you do see a kit that you might be eyeing, just wait a, wait a minute till like, a holiday or something like that. It's pretty much guaranteed they're going to be running a sale. Um, just to touch on your point, though, about the Blap Kits, Blap Kit 8 is probably one of my favorite kits of all time. Mm. Um, that's that's probably, like, one. Of, it was my go-to kit for a while, um, but uh, 
just to kind of give a little bit more um, as far as other places that you can go. Not even other places that you can go. This is just something that I kind of was thinking about. It's kind of interesting now because all of the producers that we like to listen to or that make the hits that we listen to, mm-hmm. they all kind of have their own thing. Like there's not like the P5s and the and the um and the the shit that you just said. Fuck. Prime loops. P5 Prime loops, yeah. Prime loops and like those sort of aggregated kit sites mm. of the world are starting to go away more and more. Yeah. I find myself just going to like like if I want a sound oracle kit, I'll go to soundoracle.com. Right. If I want like a willpower kit, which is also another slap on kit. Oh my god. Yeah. That that willpower kit is legit. The one shots in that kit, man, he kind of like underplayed it on his podcast, the free game podcast. But the one shots in that kit, man, oh man, there's some fucking fire in those. Um, so willpower, sound oracle, definitely check those yeah. those two out. Yeah, the sound um, oracle kits. I think the sound oracle kits are on sale right now too. Like for the whole pa- oh, the whole pack, he had them on sale. Um, I think through the end of the month. Um, check those. Yeah, because I was looking at. It. I I follow him on Instagram, and I I was watching a, a live video he did the other day of him just messing around in the studio. And yeah, dude, his his, his shit that he comes up with is definitely heat. Dude, it's so different too. Like that's that's what I like about it the most is that it doesn't sound like you know, doesn't sound like every other fucking beat you're gonna hear on YouTube or whatever. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of a lot of interesting shit going on in his in his studio. Um, one of the one of the dopest packs I got was um through Prime Loops. Um, one of their other labels, Future Concept with a K, Concept with a K. Um had a like a future r&b kit on there and for an r&b kit um it was dope there was some there was some dope loops in there as far as sounds um there was some banging ass drums in there um and then there was also some banging ass one shots as far as uh bass one shots um like subs that were just incredible in that pack um yeah and i've checked a couple of their other packs and they seem to be a little bit hit and miss but um I think it was like future R and B, future bass and R and B was one of the packs that I grabbed from them, and uh, it was, man, it was it was smacking. It was a good it was a good pack. Yeah, yeah. Th- I mean, like, there's just so many places to get packs from, so many places to get kits from. Yep. Uh, those are some of our favorites. So, did you have anything else that you wanted to add man, to the kits? No, I mean, section? like, it, it's so funny because like, it, there's so many sources. You like, you just touched on it. There's so many sources that you can get sounds from nowadays um that it's like it's hard to narrow it down like i i can talk about my favorites but like my favorite list will just keep growing because like i'll I'll grab sounds from you know everywhere i can um you know when i have the the ability to and um I'll, i'll let my splice credits roll every once in a while um to put you know just from month over month, just let those credits roll over and then go in yeah. and grab, grab a big handful of them. Um, cause some of the, I was going to say it's, it's interesting. We didn't mention any of the cloud services. Well, yeah. I mean like, cause like the thing with splice, I don't know for me, a lot, a lot of the stuff that I think I touched on, um, like prime loops and stuff is on splice. Um, Capsun Audio is another one that's in Splice that I think I would have to I would ha- definitely have to mention Capsun Audio as having some fire samples as well. I've um, never had I've never ha- had any of their samples. Yeah. What what is the, like their main what are they known for? He kind of does everything. It, it's more it's more trap and more hip hop though um than anything. Um he has a he has a kit uh that's out right now. I think it's like Tramp tra- Tramp. <laughs> uh, it's it's like that's, tr- a, that's a new that's that new trap right yeah, there. Yeah, that tramp. New, <laughs> that new tramp. Um it's like tramp and ambient haze or something like that. Um and it's kind of like a you know, kind of a, a hazy, like, you know, newer newer hip hop, I guess, type sound. Um, and then there's another, he has a, 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 what's it called? 420 smokers, something kit that's on splice as well. Um, that has a bunch of like the, the little Wayne, like lighter sound, um, and a bunch of Mm. like, just kind of like laid back smoker type stuff. Um, some of his stuff is a little bit more aimed towards like EDM trap. So some of it's a little bit more out there. Um, right. So he definitely does some of that stuff, but he's kind of, he definitely is in that more that trap hip hop, um, EDM, I guess, if you want to put him into a lane. Um, but he's been around for a while. He's been on Loopmasters for quite some time. 
um, the decap drums off of Splice as well. Like, dude, I'm, I'm saying, mm, like, this. I almost forgot about that. Dude, this, this drums list. Drums that knock. <laughs> yeah, the drums Woo. that knock. I, I, I think I got all three volumes of that because um, he just put out another one, too. Um, yeah, dude, like, this this could get dangerous, man. This list could go on for hours. We could literally <laughs> be probably talking about this for hours. Um, for real, though. Like, it's, I mean, and honestly, like, I, I know a lot of people that listen to this podcast have just started yeah um you'll if you are doing it i won't say if you're doing it right if you're making real friends in music you'll just you'll start to just accrue drum samples too that's that's probably like one of my biggest ways to get drums is just from friends that have just been like oh i bought this pack i got two extra copies here you go yep like you know or hey i have 50 gigs of drum samples that i've acquired over my you know 30 years of doing this here you go yeah i'm like oh thanks man you know like you could just get blessed every once in a while you remember probably the best way you remember that day going into school where they were like just bring your hard drives in and you can raid the sample folder (laughs) dude i do i back i was like oh shit shit. i lost a lot of those samples though unfortunately in the great hard drive crash of 2016 (laughs) Lost a lot of those. I think so. I still got, I think I still got them somewhere. So if we catch up soon, I'll uh, I'll make sure to share those with you. Hook me up. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it. See, it's just it's that easy, you guys. It's that um, easy, man. Uh, yeah, there is a part B of this topic as well. Yeah. Um, where we get music supplies. Uh, I mean, there's really only two two spots that I really get my, online, at least where really? I get my music. Well, three, I guess. Do you share. Do share. Um, you told me about them. You actually got me on them. The ZZ Sounds. Yep. ZZ Sounds and American Musical. Yep. You know, like those, those are two, two clutch two, ones, man. Those are t- those two are super clutch, bro. I'm gonna tell super you. Clutch. I'm gonna tell you what. There, there's a hidden gem out there for <clears throat> supplies, especially if you're looking for studio treatment. Fucking Amazon, man. Mm. Amazon, Amazon is a gem when it comes to sound treatment because they just have a bunch like acoustic treatment. Acoustic treatment, yeah, because yeah. they ha- they have a bunch of like smaller providers um, that'll provide you, you know, like the twelve by twelve one inch squares. You know, you can grab a fifty pack of them for you know thirty forty bucks, um, mm. which is decent when you start comparing it to Oralex. And I think I also got, I think I got my bass traps for I want to say like 20 or 30 bucks for a four pack of wow yeah like I mean I, I could be how do wrong. they work though they, they're the good about acoustic treatment they're, they're, it's, it oh yeah it does the job oh yeah it does the job I have what do I got in here shit I got like I got f- four four foot by two foot Oralex panels um that I got from uh I want to say guitar center I think um and then the rest is is cheap studio foam that I've bought, and f- honestly, like I don't have any problem with it. Like I th- I think the right. trick with studio foam is, yeah, there's probably cheap shit out there, but like the trick with it is is knowing how to place it and knowing your room. Yeah. Like we've touched on that before. That maybe that may be a lost episode thing, but it, we'll touch on it again. Like I don't think so. I think we actually we got that one out. Yeah, but yeah. Un- ahead, un- understanding understanding your room and and knowing where to put sound treatment is more important than just throwing up sound treatment willy-nilly on the fucking wall. Yeah. Yeah, you could get like super lost in the sound treatment with like absorption yeah. coefficients and like fucking REW or whoa, REQ. Whoa, whoa. We weren't talking um, about science on this episode, dude. So. Right. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. I just like probably lost 30 fucking listeners right there, but um <laughs> we don't have 30 listeners. What am I saying? Shit. Probably more like two. Yeah, we did. All <laughs> 30 of them are two. gone now, dude. All 30. <laughs> and it's all gone. your fault. <laughs> I said coefficients. I'm sorry, you guys. I know that's a bad word. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh not to not to glaze over the musical supply like the yeah. actual where you can get your gear from too much. Um the reason why ZZ Sounds and American Musical are like top on my list, I don't know. I'm sure Dustin thinks pretty highly of them oh, yeah, too. Oh yeah, they're they're, on, they're top on my list as well. Yeah, and that's because you can get the payment plan with like no credit check. Yep, just have a debit card. Just have a debit card and a bank account, and yep. you can have gear for like. I think I bought what did I buy? I bought my um my MPC studio. Mm-hmm. It was like four hundred dollars at the time, and like out the door, I paid like seventy. Yep, if that. Yep. You know, and there's like the processing fee was like three dollars or something like that. Yep. 
So and typically no sales tax on it too. So right, and and typically free shipping as well. So yeah, like American Musical and ZZ Sound, um, I definitely mess with, especially for the plan payment plan. Um, I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hop around here a lot of like bunny hopping. Um, I'll hop back yeah. to Amazon too, also for cables as well. Mm, um, that's if, a good point. If you need cables, like I I I haven't bought a cable from Guitar Center probably since the first time I bought my Mbox um in Guitar Center because I realized that they were ripping me off not to just like shit all over Guitar Center. Um, yeah, but it I has mean, its its place. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely has its place. But you know, a- Amazon's clutch for for cables as well. I mean, you can get them on the ZZ Sounds and American Musical, but I've I've had better luck getting cables and adapters and shit on Amazon at at better prices, save save money. Um, yeah, and I think that's kind of what it all comes down to. Like to to touch on on the musical supplies and where we get it from is like, what's going to get you the best value for your dollar. And, and what's going to give you flexibility if you need it because like not yeah. not everybody's got great credit not everybody has the ability to sign up for something that's like 24 months no interest or something but sometimes people got cash and they need gear but maybe they don't have all the cash up front or maybe they just don't want to you know devote the 400 bucks up front to buy an MC, oh. NBC studio right um you know if you can break that up over four payments like that that makes it more intriguing like that's once that's, a month yeah you know? exactly like that's that's i mean like that that was a, a real game changer for me as far as like being able to buy gear yep. um another another thing that i kind of figured out through my whole sort of like buying gear experiences that pawn shops ha- usually oh, have dude yes they usually have great deals on like on just gear that you wouldn't even think they would have like yeah. i i think i walked in there one day and saw like a phantom uh a phantom six uh or x6 for yeah. dirt cheap it was like six hundred dollars or something stupid i was like oh my god i wish i had six hundred dollars yeah Pawn, sh- pawn shops are clutch because like people will get into situations where like they just they need I'll cash need cash yeah. gotta let it go straight away so um yeah like there i whenever i come across a pawn shop and if i'm out and about dude i always make sure to stop in to look for gear because that's like that's definitely one of those those hidden gems like diamond in a rough type situation because sometimes yeah. you'll just find that gear where you're just like what is this real <laughs> dude especially like effects gear like pedals yep um fucking mixing boards if you're into that amps guitars amps yeah especially guitars oh my god every I've, every pawn shop that i've ever been into has had just like a crazy selection of guitars yep you know so the only thing is with pawn shops is usually like sales final oh yeah you, you know so. yeah no know, know what you're looking at you know uh, yeah. that's the, that's the thing also with like uh you know craigslist and stuff like that um reverb.com is another one um that like you oh, can get you can get stuff reverb com is kind of like a an ebay site f- strictly for musical gear but um yeah i mean those are places like that craigslist and shit it's it's always buyer beware you like you know 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 what you're know what you're looking at know what you're getting um and know kind of who you're dealing with if you can because um i had my, my cousin actually from california hit me up after i moved to, to atlanta and was like hey there's this guy down in florida that has this like guitar that i he wanted um i don't know shit about guitars i don't know the first you know i could tell you right maybe, i could tell you a little bit about guitars but i don't know shit about like what kind of shape they're in or anything and he was trying to have me go down and pick it up and i was just like no i'm not gonna do it like go down and pick it up yeah what? he 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 ended up working that situation <laughs> out but i was just like no i was like i can't it, like that's not it not my wheelhouse like if it was yeah. if it was a keyboard or you know some some hardware or something I, you know, something I could could plug in and and mess around with until it was in good working condition. Yeah, like I would have been good with it. But and he wants you to drive to Florida. Ah, Florida's not that far from. Atlanta. Is it really not that far? No, it's it's maybe like four hours to get to four or five hours to to get to like Jacksonville. Um, where? Oh, really? I, yeah. Well, maybe a little bit longer than that. It's it's not a long trek, anyways. Oh, okay. Yeah, like it basically look at it like. We could get to we could get from our house to Orlando in basically like the s- same amount of time you can get to to L A. To L A. F- from okay. Sacramento, yeah. So it's it's not that bad. Of, I, we've done the drive from Atlanta to Orlando I think three times since we've been out here. So geography, yeah. It's a public school system at work right there. Yes, um, sir. 
<laughs> yeah. But yeah, music music supplies in 2017 like there's really no reason if unless I mean like I get everybody's financial situation is a little bit different. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody's at this point probably uh in your musical career you're kind of maybe strapped for cash a little bit but yeah um if you do see a piece of gear that you want including the mpc live and mpc x i would highly highly recommend checking zz sounds and american musical first yeah highly not to not to shit on sweetwater because sweetwater's cool too but sweetwater sweetwater's a little goofy last time i checked with their uh with their payment plan that was the one thing that was the reason yeah. it, it, like i have nothing personally against sweetwater but at the time um like my credit situation wasn't right i was trying to get some gear through them they they were trying to run a credit check and i knew it was going to be a problem so like yeah. I, I hopped on american sound they were like you got a you got a visa card go ahead and give us that information and i was like cool cash cash on Easy. delivery man like, and a social you gotta have a social security number too oh did they ask for that too yeah they asked for the social I mean, for I sure didn't, i didn't remember that part uh but yeah. it's, it's been a while it's been a while as well i'm not surprised like uh, they yeah. they got to cover their asses on that yeah they they definitely they'll ask you for some personal info but like as far as credit checks go as far as like a crazy down payment goes yep none of that applies as <laughs> not applicable <laughs> Yeah, that is uh that is probably the number one way to get music gear at this point, you know, yeah, is through those two sites. And I'm gonna hop on something here real quick, not to shit on Sweetwater again, but I saw that their processing fee for their payment plan now is like ten bucks as well. Ooh. I think the last time I went through American Music Supply, they charged me like four dollars or something like right. that. It was super reasonable. So yeah, like definitely. And, uh, you're, and you're gonna get that call from the rep at Sweetwater. <laughs> five years the dude, the, dude, the dude has stopped calling me at this point like he doesn't even, he doesn't even bother like i feel bad too because like he seemed like a cool dude like the one time i talked to him yeah. um and it's it's kind of jacked up because i think the last time what did i order through sweet i ordered something through sweetwater um i want to say it was software no 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 i ordered the stand for my machine um mm. the bottom like angled stand for my machine and like mm. i just went online uh, it wasn't like a situation like i probably could have called them and been like that guy who calls and hassles their sales rep to like hook me up with some kind of discount or some shit but i'm not that's this is just not the way i am so like i right. hop i hop on the website order the shit the next morning the dude is on my phone hey i saw your order <laughs> blah 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 da, da, da. i'm like oh dude really like I I, I appreciate the service (laughs) and like because there's obviously other situations I've been in where like I would have killed for some service even close to that but like yeah dude if I hop online and place an online order bro I don't need you calling me it's it's we're good here right like uh I wish Avid treated their their no shit the way that (laughs) Sweetwater treats treats theirs they could they could take a lesson or two from Sweetwater um the one the one time I had to call Avid. I sat on hold for 35 fucking minutes and like <sighs> there was just no there was no sympathy for the way that like uh, I love Pro Tools their fucking service though man it's something mm. else it's something else and and man we're going to go down a little dark tangent here but Native Instruments was the same fucking way Native mm. and I when I had to call really? Na- yeah I had to call Native Instruments because the first time I ordered my machine um, the first one that I got, one of the s- the displays was bad, and um, mm. I in order for Sweetwater to replace it, they're like, hey, you know, can you call this troubleshooting and see if they can troubleshoot it? I was like, cool, I'll do it. Call them, and it was like, hold, jump through hoops, just fucking do this, do that, like all the basic shit. And I'm like, dude, come on, uh, I I'm pretty tech savvy. Obviously, I know what the hell's yeah. going on. Like, I'm telling you specifically what's going on. Um, like, that's always the thing that frustrates me is when you call technical support. Like, I get it. Mm-hmm. I've been in customer service tech support before. Like, you definitely have kind of that checklist you have to go through with your customers. But I know the customers who know their shit. And, like, I will circumvent certain <laughs> questions <laughs> to ask uh, them. It seems like you got that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you've done this, right? Okay. All right, cool. So I'm moving on. Like, yeah, like th- let's, let's not jump through every single hoop. Cause all you're going to do is frustrate the shit out of me. Anyways, Dustin's bad experience in customer service aside. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. The whole, the whole, uh, 
buying gear thing though man it's it's changed so much uh from like when i first started to now like it's just so more accessible yeah um i think it's it's come with like years too of kind of being in the the industry quote unquote um like just knowing like what to look for yeah. uh when to buy is super important as yeah, well huge you know um we touched on that earlier as far as like getting taking advantage of sales coupons usually whatever. yeah coupons for sure shit if you don't um, if you don't buy something from guitar center now in like a three-month time span they're sending you a 15 percent off coupon um yeah i get i get them in my email box all the time like they they limit them they're pretty they're pretty restricting because they're you know they're not trying to have you buy like anything apollo or uad or anything like that um mm. on a 15 percent off coupon but like you can still you can still do all right with a 15 percent off yeah for sure like brick and mortar stores still have their service too like if you yeah. want it right now like yep. and you have the means to get it for sure go to your local sam ash or you know guitar center but for most of us you know that have kind of grew up on amazon and like the whole online shopping experience uh those two sh- those two shops Z- zz sounds z as in zebra sounds um and americanmusical.com dude can't get much better than that no you definitely can't get much can't. better you know i will uh, uh, so to pull to pull this back and and not shit entirely on brick and mortar stores like i've noticed the guitar center and sam ash because i stop into them every once in a while i was in one to i was in both of them actually today just because i was out and about and had time um there they carry a lot of the newer hardware now which is something that mm. i don't think you experience so much probably five years ago like they a lot of their stuff i remember going in the guitar centers and be like hey do you have this and they'd be like no we got a special order it now if you walk in there chances are they probably have it so that like you can get hands on on it and i saw sam ash's little uh slogan today is like come in and play so like i think that's dope um yeah you know and if you go in there and you talk to somebody like i'm all about supporting businesses that that provide good service so like yeah, if you feel like you want to go into a Sam Ash or a Guitar Center and you get good service, man, you can get it go through. Go for it. Yep, go for it. If you need that instant instant gear, I need it now, that's that's the best way still to do it. 100%. Yep. I think we uh, beat that topic into the ground. Yeah, it was a good topic, though. It was a good topic. It, it was. Some, I think so, man. Some sidebars and some tasty nuggets in there. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of tasty knowledge nuggets in there. That's right. Shout out to Pat. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, we are. I think we're done. Yes, sir. That's it. Uh, yeah. You know where to find us. Find us. I'm Rashad Peters. Dustin uh, Bookshire. Fi- <laughs> so go ahead, do your thing. Yeah, man. Yeah. With my co uh, co-host Dustin Bookshire, we're the Audio Files Podcast. You could find us online at the Audio Files Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud. T A F P O double D on Twitter. Um, be on the lookout for our YouTube channel to be uploading some more of our archival uh, episodes as well. Yep. Um, it's been a bitch. I've had n- immense internet issues, <laughs> uh, which is why this this whole episode is so late. It's been quite the journey trying to get internet in my apartment. Um, but it is online now. Um, and also be on the lookout for the new version of the audio files. I, I'm dubbing it audio files 2.0. Yep. Um, we probably won't call it that, but you know, it'll be a YouTube based podcast, which we will be making beats live pretty much every episode. Um, unless you guys like want sort of like live feedback episodes, we can also do that. Um, we're just going to kind of play it by ear, you know? Um, See but where it goes. yeah, it's exciting stuff, man. Uh, we, we've already pretty much, um, been in development with that. So, uh, with that being said, we're out. Peace. All right, man. I think that's, that'll be it. <laughs>